You're listening to your favorite president and the common man's common sense podcast. A great bunch of guys, aren't they? They're really doing a good job. A great job if you think about it. You've got an auto mechanic and a janitor. And yes, you have Captain Reverso, the male stripper. Yes, he's got a lot of junk and his Jewish trunk. He doesn't know how to back up a car, but he sure can back that ass up. So if you enjoy it, Please like this podcast, share it, and subscribe. You won't regret it. Believe me. Good evening, everyone. We're going to start this evening off uh, kicking a dead horse. And I, pardon me if I've said it before. I am willing to kick this dead horse until it's a talcum powder, as long as the dead horse won't stop doing this. The uh, fake president, that was the real president that just spoke, by the way. Thank you for that. So the... Occupier in chief. He said a lot this week. I don't know how much of that'll come up tonight because this is low hanging fruit. This is too easy. <laughs> this is Joe Biden tells HB. This is historically back college. What is it? Uh, graduates that he desegregated restaurants and movie theaters during the civil rights movement. We all know this is false. We'll prove it again for the people that haven't heard. Here we go. I got started in politics because of the civil rights movement. I noticed some of you were looking, and I thought you were wondering, how does he know the black national anthem? Well, because I sat in a black church after going to 7 o'clock mass, I'm a Catholic, practicing Catholic, at 10 o'clock on the east side, get ready to go out, desegregate restaurants and movie theaters. I- You're a practicing Catholic? What about the abortion part, though? Is that, that's not part of the Yeah, he's just not that practicing. Yeah. Interesting. So. A little out of practice, Joe. Yeah, and then, so, again. So, he just said that this week? I think he said that today. Today? You know you know how he be. And this is how he be in the mid-80s. Pardon me. I know we played this before. I have to keep kicking the dead horse. During the 60s, I was, in fact, very concerned about the civil rights movement. I was not an activist. I worked at an all-black swimming pool in the east side of Wilmington, Delaware. I was involved. I was involved in what what they were thinking, what they were feeling. I was involved, but I was not out marching. I was not down in Selma. I was not anywhere else. I was a suburbanite kid who got a dose of exposure to what was happening to black Americans when I in my own city. Aw. And just for added measure, this is Biden when discussing desegregating schools so, and this is late seventies. Uh, this is late seventies era, and this is the this is about the same time he was saying that he didn't want his. Actually, this is the same era in which he was saying he did not want his children growing up in an interracial jungle. And so, here we go. Are going to be those who say it's a it's a segregated thing. It's a it's a question of, of race. Check and his hair out. Set back the movement of desegregation of schools. How would you answer that? The way I answer that is I predict that the young black leadership of America will overwhelmingly decide with me. I predict that in 1980 and 84, my position will be totally vindicated by the sociologist and by the civil rights act. That never happened. You know, I come from that side of the track. That's where I'm from. I was a defense lawyer. I handled civil rights cases. I sat in on Route 40. I mean, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not from the other side of this. And I happen to think that the one way to ensure that you set the civil rights movement in America further back 
is to continue to push busing because it's a bankrupt policy. And that's 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 that that's why I think I'll be vindicated. You should have None of that happened and he I don't know how he's he still thinks he can pass that off. And again, we're not we're not doing earth breaking stuff here with this little piece. Um it's just sickening. So that for the uh you know, obviously our listeners go up every week, so for the people that haven't heard, there you go. And that also so the, the latest lie that he's been telling <clears throat> is that he was an activist. He was he was in he was part he was crucial in the civil rights movement. <coughs> I so that's that's like the newest lie that he's been telling. So, well, no, that's like the oldest. I mean, he it it's the latest lie he told, but he's yeah, been telling what, that lie for his whole career. But initially, he said he wasn't part of. Or there's, well, he there's he video. did, and then when the people that participated in the specific, um, the specific demonstrations that he had claimed to be a part of said that he did not it, they forced his hand so that's when he came out and made that public statement and then after he made that public statement he didn't try it for a couple of years and then he just segued and slowly and now he's been doing it for years decades yeah. at this point and you know he, it's like the, it's it's the latest version of that story oh, and he's probably yes. told it so many times at this point that he probably believes it it's hard to quantify what's happening. He's like the level of senile is so high. There's no way to even quantify what you're, or even imagine what he does and doesn't think. It's probably <laughs> like, because, and I'm not even trying to be funny when, when you proclaim to press in front of the white house and you're supposed to be the quote unquote president of the United States and you're proclaiming with a hundred percent excitement, your butt has been wiped. That that it led, and again, I'm not trying to be funny. Like you have to remember that really happened. Like we, yeah. dude, it happened. So, uh, like, think about what state of mind you're in. Like, if you, like you said, I think at the time, like your your child, your your young child, my butt's been wiped. Like that's dude, that's his frame of mind is like a four year old. That's pretty much it. So <laughs> so he, yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I, I do a lot of work, and you can follow us on uh, Discus. Common Man's Common Sense Podcast on Discus and whatever Gateway Pundit's crap. Actually, you don't even do it on Gateway Pundit because their platform is Garbo. Uh, that's right, I say Garbo. <laughs> is that kind of like Discus and Discuss? Yes. Okay. D-I-S-Q-U-S. So, okay. uh, how would you pronounce that? Well, that sounds like Discuss. No, that sounds like Discuse. It's a Q. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that Discuss? Like... Your excuse I feel like they were trying to be clever in yeah. spelling well, disgust. You know what? That's fine. Because people... Yeah, that's fine. Does everybody gang up on me. Reverso, <laughs> you agree with them? Yeah, disgust. Okay, well, are you having a happy Hanukkah so far? It's over. But it was happy. Hanukkah's over? Yeah. Hmm. What, did you get anything good? Did you get some new sandals? <laughs> did you get a yeah, yarmulke? I got my, my Jesus sandals. Really? Yeah. Mm. There's hope for you after all. Yeah, <laughs> he's coming back. You know, I'm going to break those out and uh, run around Easter time. No, yeah. you didn't have Jesus sandals. You, what did he have? He had Moses sandals. No, he did not. He had like uh, koala bear sandals. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Yeah, uh-huh. you ought to wear them out here. If you're not going to wear them, I'll take them because I'll definitely wear them. I, everybody knows I like to get comfortable. I take my shoes off for the podcast. They're mm-hmm. on tonight though. We just try to keep his pants on. <laughs> You're listening to Common Man's Common Sense. This is Captain Reverso, Rex Manning, Stanley Hudson, and our executive producer. We are going to win.
You were saying that we, uh, what happened on Reddit? We got banned on three of the platforms for the, was that the episode last week with the juicy Smollett. We were considered racist. It's it's considered racist? Yeah, it is. What about faking a hate crime? Is that racist? Uh, I guess it's not. No. Hey, wait, wait, wait. That's, that's funny you brought that up. I was actually going to do this later. We'll, uh, I've got one on that, dude, because we need to stop Asian hate. Asian hate it is, yeah. has been a pretty big deal. I just, uh, I just wanted everybody out there to just know, like, just know by supporting us, uh, we are getting kicked off of every mainstream <laughs> yeah. platform. No yeah. man, yeah, we're getting so, kicked off of YouTube, getting kicked off Reddit. So and we are doing things right. Yeah, just know that we take it as a badge of honor when we get kicked off a platform. It, we know that we're doing something worthwhile. Yeah, and and one thing that, I, and I've talked to quite a few listeners, man. Um, so we're kind of at the cusp of being able to do a few different things, more content, and um, we're kind of at the threshold to to that to that point. And so I would implore and and plead with anybody, please. Um, I'm not a fan of Facebook. If you're still on Facebook, please share us on Facebook, like us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Uh, uh, Reverso is slacking on our Instagram page. We're supposed to have some pictures of because a lot of people have asked about this, like what the studio looks like. So we'll have some pictures on Instagram by tomorrow, won't we? Yes, we will. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, please, whatever platform you're using, whoever, share our podcast, send it to whoever, please. Since we uh, got kicked off there because we're quote-unquote racist, that's nice. Uh, This is on Breitbart. And so, you know, I'm really not happy about the white supremacists in our country with the Asian hate, so... Breitbart.com, six men arrested after committing 70 crimes targeting Asian women. Six men were arrested after working together on over 70 crimes targeting Asian women in California's Bay Area. According to Santa Clara County authorities, the six men allegedly committed more than 70 robberies, thefts, and burglaries against Asian women. Between October 2020 and September 2021, Santa Clara County's District Attorney Office charged the six men with hate crime enhancements. After the suspects targeted Asian women and used, quote, ethnic slurs against Asians, Santa Clara County District Attorney Jeff Rosen said, I decided to charge this also as a hate crime. This is actually pretty shocking to me that they charged as a hate crime for a few reasons. Number one, it adds additional time in custody, which is appropriate for a case of this magnitude. Number two, I recognize that a hate crime doesn't only affect the individuals involved. It also affects the people in the Asian American community who are not targeted and that it makes them fearful that they may be next. Ethnic slurs were allegedly used against some of the women by the three men and officials said the suspects followed the women to their cars and parking lots and waited until they were inside before opening the door or breaking a window to snatch a purse from their passenger seat. There is no doubt that these suspects believe they could prey on these victims because of, of their ethnicity and because of their gender, Shab said. They believed that they were going to be easy targets and they were carrying large sums of cash. And so, like I said last week, um, when you allow anyone else to frame the argument and, and carry this fake narrative of like the 1980s movie of like white supremacists, like these dopey, uh, camouflage-laden you know, paramilitary types, you know, that you're not white. We all know that that doesn't because I have I've never met or known anybody like that, and uh, well I guess 
I guess we have <laughs> these six guys. Yeah. Is there anything about these white supremacists that are not stopping Asian hate that looks a little bit peculiar? Yeah, they're all African-American. Yeah, so there's that. I, I don't know if I'd say African-American. I mean, you think any of those guys have been to Africa? They look black uh, to me. Yeah, yeah well, black. they are black, and they are using racial slurs. So <laughs> it's something that nobody here has ever done on this podcast that is racist for spreading around the juice. Well, actually, for talking about the crime that Juicy Smollett committed. But yeah, I committed him was convicted of. Yes, yeah. and one thing that I also thought was was odd with this, like I said, they they actually filed hate crime charges against them, which is a first that I've ever, I'm not saying it's a first, I'm just saying it's a first that I've ever seen where someone that wasn't white had a hate charge, a hate crime charge filed against them. So that's new. And California is just rampant with crime. Did you see where all these smash and grab crimes? You see where people are leaving their trunks open so people won't break the glass? I actually just got through watching a guy on YouTube that sets, uh, he, he's made like, He's made three or four versions of this glitter bomb oh, yeah, thing that he's that. that and he he makes them and he sits them around like for porch pirates and things like that. So he had a um, he had went into a convenience store and he he was in a convenience store getting I don't know getting something to eat or whatever. He said he wasn't in there for two minutes. He comes back out, one of his windows is busted, and all of the GoPros he was using to film uh, the video of this glitter bomb, which it like they had stolen all of these GoPros and things. And he had one of the glitter bombs sitting in the front seat and they left it. <laughs> so they, so, they watch this video. Well, no, they, I, I guess they just, they smashed one of the back windows on the driver's side and it was in the passenger side front. So they weren't able to, you know, they would have had to broke another window or open it, unlocked or whatever. And they just used like a spring loaded center punch, just punch right through the windows, grab it. And so he said he went back the following day and uh, he set one of these glitter bombs out there. And uh, he said, same thing, same street. He said it was probably less than a minute. Boom, somebody smashed his window again. And and they grabbed the glitter bomb and all that good stuff and it it ended up going off and it's got cameras, and which is funny because he puts fart spray in them and these things go off and sound yeah. all kinds of alarms and make all kinds of noise. It's just... but. I could not imagine. I'd put nails in one. I, I couldn't yeah, imagine then, living then, in a place you for that. where you have to, I mean, where you have to keep every, any and every object of your, that you own out of plain sight for fear of somebody just smashing your window. Well, the, the guy that's ridiculous. The, the guy that you're talking about specifically, uh, my kids love his videos and there's several things that indicate to me that he votes Democrat. Um, he's made a few comments and, uh, and so that's the thing with California. You guys voted for this, defunding the police and everything else. And so it just continually declines. It gets worse and worse. And and what's the reasoning behind it? And so as we all know, like there's an influx all over the eastern seaboard of people from from the west, people from the north, and, and you know, in the southeast, rather, not that's the eastern seaboard. Pardon me, I mean the southeast, because they're fleeing that policy. And even Nancy Pelosi's talking, I guess she has bought property in South Florida. Yeah. 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 So you ruin the place and then you bolt, but like that's the manifestation of, and the fruit really kind of, yeah, which normal people aren't able to do. I mean, right. normal people that live in California aren't going to be able to go buy some, uh, a, a vacation home to get away from all the cesspool that is California. And well, she was just like, flippantly 
uh, ignoring Sharkinoff and um, ignoring the insider trading rules that were implemented in 2011. Her husband just made a big whack on some more stuff in insider trading. She says when people were trying to implement the rules so that Congress couldn't even do any of that, well, we deserve to take part of this capitalist economy as well. Like, well, wait a minute, dude. I thought y'all hated capitalism. And so it's it's all a sham with them, but uh, they ruined that state. And like, again, that's the... That's a full-fledged manifestation of their policies. That's that's them being seen to their end game and, and, and the natural fruition of what how people will react with the no cash bail and all that crap. Like it's bonkers. But if if you're but think about the mindset of someone instead of saying, man, this and granted, I'm sure they have high paying jobs and something the other, but there's no way I'm gonna leave my vehicle open so you don't smell like I'm not going to put my vehicle where you can smash the window. I'm, I'm going to get out of that area. There's no way. I wouldn't stay there. But then again, I, w- I wouldn't live there for those reasons. But that, And I've, I've seen a video. I think it was uh, Seth Rogen mm-hmm. that was talking about his vehicle had been smashed, like his window has been smashed 20-some-odd times. And that guy just talked about, oh, well, you know, it's just part of living here. Is it? No, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. that's unacceptable. But somebody was complaining about it, and he basically told them to suck it up because it's just part of living there. And again, the same thing. The average person can't afford to put 20 windows in their vehicle, you know, over the course of a year or two. Like, they're not cheap. And the insurance is is going to get sick. I mean, your premium is going to inevitably going to go up, would it not? I would imagine. When you keep having your yeah. windows busted out, number yeah. one, number two. That's not something that you should ever have to grow accustomed to, to living with. Well, but that's the thing. that That is a, a dumbass, hardcore, communist, shill, leftist, Democrat voter latching on to what they know is stupid and proclaiming, again, trying to control it, that this is open-mindedness. And we're like, you're just too much of a knuckle-dragging Neanderthal to understand the enlightenment of saying this is normal, it's just part of living here. It's not just part of living there. Again, it's, it's the ramifications of voting for stupid policy that you still endorse and you still promote and you still love and you still think is enlightenment and intelligence. And it's not, to me, and a lot of people aren't going to like this, uh, and we have a, a mutual acquaintance that we used to work with, uh, Rex and I, that um, he loved it. Uh, I love the dark lager beers and blah, 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 like, Quentin Tarantino, not a big fan. I, I just don't get it. Like, I know people like Inglorious Bastards and, and all that stuff. Not into it myself. But I, I just don't like a lot of things that he does. And uh, we'll just call this person Coco. Coco, uh, <laughs> that's their name I gave him. It stuck like glue. So a lot of people probably know who I'm talking about. But anyway, Coco, uh, you, you, you just don't understand. Like, no, dude. Like, it was the same with music. He listened to a bunch of pretentious, weird trash and dude it's not that you're on like a heightened elevated plane of understanding and i'm just this dipstick down here like like a bozo in a clown car i'm just like i can't even put my pants on i'm so dumb like you're just so much smarter than me this you're so smart this music that is objectively terrible it just sounds good to you you're an idiot and so it's the same thing like you're just not like you're not on that heightened plane of understanding to be able to understand that letting people it's like the way people see modern art. Exactly. Like, exactly. Well, yeah, we throw a little bit of paint on a canvas, and if you don't understand that, you're just... Well, there was the banana peel that sold for, like, crazy <laughs> money. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah, and, and so I got a huge argument at one of our accounts, like, 
a guy is like, that's art. I was like, that's not art. That's stupid. Like there, it, there are objective parameters that quantify what art is and is not. And that banana, like you can say that. And the emperor has no clothes. That is not art. And so he was like, this guy likes tattoos. And so he was showing, like he had done a bunch of his own tattoos. And one of them was a paper airplane. Is that art? Not really. And then, so another one was like how, like a kid writes their name and it's like really crappy looking. So he showed me a picture of a tattoo or somebody had that. Is that art? No. Yes, it is. So we got in this big argument, like, and everybody, like always, was ganged up. I was the bad guy. I didn't know what art was. That was like stuff that was objectively not art was art. And like I was saying a second ago, this is this is the same thing. This is not you're just part of living here. This is this is stupidity, and it's a direct result of the dumb decisions you and people like you made, Seth Rogen. And speaking of that wacko, like, I guess he lost a bunch. He's just, and we're actually going to touch on this in a, in a little bit later, not specifically Hollywood, but uh, if that guy has pedo written all over him, y'all are all, does that guy not look like one of the creepiest people you've ever seen? Like, yeah, he's, if, yeah, he's weird looking. But I was going to say, these people, by the way, are not leaving their vehicles unlocked. They're leaving the hatches They're open. leaving the hatches open. And the trunks like, open. Yeah, completely open. Yeah. yeah. Just to be clear. Yeah. What is Which it? is crazy. To me, just to um, open yourself and just uh, subjugate yourself that much is, is sickening to, to kowtow and just bow and, and submit to that level. I mean, because obviously where we live, that would never even remotely be... A, you, you would be out of your mind. Yeah, and... Because you know that people in California, there's some bystanders that are that are there that see this happen, that see people committing smash and grabs. Mm-hmm. And I would like to think that the people in my town, if they were to see someone do that, like, yes, you know, like, for one, you you say something, and for two, you write down some information and mm-hmm. you call law enforcement. Yeah, but these people, I mean, they they just do it blatant out in the open in in broad daylight so and no one says anything in your opinion what what would be next what's the na- what's the natural course from here in the state of California with the the idea of defunding the police a lack of law enforcement a demoralized law enforcement what's the next what's the next logical thing in in this chain of events that we'll see in your mind cuz i mean I, the, the most obvious the, the next step would be Home invasion, or mm-hmm. you would I think have- it's kind of like prison setting over there. I think it's, it's, I mean, that's kind of what it seems like to me. It's kind of like uh, the mentality of, uh, of a, a prison, mm-hmm. you know? The mentality, sure, but the, the thing is, when you're talking about Seth Rogen, these, these people are, are, are wealthy. And even, even though he's wealthy, it didn't stop his car from being broken in multiple times. And I agree with Rex. I think that's exactly what you'll start to see next because it's but, the next logical step is home invasions. And home invasions, not on... It, it would happen to probably all types of people, but pe- if people are going to commit home invasions, wouldn't it be rich if they did a home invasion on Seth Rogen? And what would be after... But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and then you'll have that idiot double down because... You know, his huge flat screen had been stolen. It's like, look, that's part of living here. You know, I've had to buy 20 flat screens this past year. Just get used to it, people. Like, it's part of it. Okay. When they come in, you just tell them, hey, just take it. Just just take it. It's okay. But but then what happens after that? What's next? Oh, then you're giving your house to the homeless. 
because they're claiming it to be theirs. Like they're they're squatting in your home and you can't do anything about it. it, it <laughs> I, I mean, honest to God, like they're hey man, yeah, we were gonna do a home invasion and we've been selling this stuff for drugs, but we've been living out in the streets, so we're just gonna live here now. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> see how this continues without the murder rate increasing. Is my opinion, and I, and so the thing is, if they murdered Seth Rogen, he can no longer say this is part of living here. Well, maybe he will in hell, but we won't hear him. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a Jewish joke in there somewhere, Reverso. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen's Jewish, right? Couldn't tell you. I'm I don't sure know every Jew in the world. Harrison Ford is a quarter Jewish. That's and the, not too shabby. Damn right. It's really not. <laughs> you know what that is, right? No. Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song. Come on, man. Okay, up next. we. This is two weeks in a row for Jimmy, the butt liquor Fallon. And that's what this dude is. He's a bona fide butt liquor. That's what he's paid to do. He's a shill. Which this was pre-recorded. They had... Uh, Fake President Biden on there, so we're back to Biden. There's a lot of him this week. You know, I actually showed my wife that video from last week mm-hmm. about the booster shots. Yeah. And I showed my oldest daughter, and they're like, is this, are they trying to be funny? Yeah. I don't think it comes off as funny to anyone. No. Like just, no. You know, like, yeah, it seems like the comedy wells run dry over there. Y'all, get your boosters. Yeah, and it's funny, I, I promise. Uh, everybody's favorite coworker of mine, uh, the Yank, he, this morning, he's like, oh, I gotta go buy Walgreens. I'm gonna get boosted. Like, he was so happy he was getting quote-unquote boosted. You're Whatever. gonna go take another dose of a shot that doesn't work. <laughs> Which, that's what I said. I said, they still got you fooled, dude. I need to get involved in a pyramid scheme, dude. So. <laughs> this could be the greatest pyramid scheme of all time. Oh, I guarantee it, dude. But this guy is a, like, obviously, you're a complete and total sucker. So. But yeah, uh, a yeah, lot of vaccine stuff this week back. too. Yeah, uh, what they do with the Johnson and Johnson today? They're they're recommending that they don't. Uh, the the CDC saying they don't want uh, the the younger age bracket using the to avoid. And actually, I think everybody to avoid the Johnson and Johnson because of a very quote unquote rare instance of blood clots. So there's that too. Yeah. So we can pull that up later. If, if you can pull that up, we can cover it. A little late for that, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I, I, I there's a. Uh, uh, I don't want to. Air anybody so which nobody would know, but a listener I was I was talking to this week, and uh, his job is mandating sometime next year that they have they're they're vaccinated by that point, which I think it's kind of an arbitrary definition at this point to to know because like Rex always says they're moving the goalpost. Nobody knows what fully vaccinated means anymore, and so the employer is mandating that, and he doesn't doesn't want to do it. And the thing is, if they're putting you, which my answer is, if your if your work because the government doesn't have the power to do that number one it's unconstitutional and it's not a mandate because it's been fought and it's not it's not law and even if it was law i would still not uh, i would not abide by it anyway but that's your that's your employer forcing you to make a medical decision that you don't want to do they don't have the right i would not remain under the employee of anybody who's going to try to force me to do that so there you go that's my answer on that but we're getting off topic here is what is this guy's name again? Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Jimmy Butlick Fallon and the fake president. And uh, wow. so it's going to be tough, but I think we can get it done. And uh, if we don't get it, I'm going to keep at it till we get it done. I was at the, the, the Kennedy Center and I saw Republicans and Democrats uh, in the crowd. Everyone was laughing at jokes and listening to great music. And everyone seemed cordial and nice. And I go, oh, this seems like 
this should be much easier to, to get along with everybody. <laughs> well, Jimmy, look, the, the, the truth is that before COVID hit, the Trump arm of the Republican Party, which seems to be the Republican Party now, um, uh, did not even show up at the Kennedy Center. They, they, they wouldn't go to the awards. Yeah. So all the people you have, at, we saw at that event, which was a very fulsome event, were people who, in fact, they're Republicans, but they're the kind of, like, for example, a lot of Republicans and Democrats used to get really on well together. For example, one of the reasons I was a little bit late coming on is because, uh, not coming on, but to do the taping here, is because I did Bob Dole's eulogy today. He asked me on his deathbed whether I would do his eulogy. We're friends. We disagreed, but we we're friends. We used to have an awful lot of that relationship. And there still exists, except that the QAnon and the extreme elements of the Republican Party and what, what, what Donald Trump keeps sort of, seems to me, feeding the, uh, uh, you know, with the big lie, uh, it makes it awful hard. There's a, and I think most Republicans... Uh, and, and there's an awful lot of Republicans in Congress, I think, would agree with that. Yeah, I thought it was great to see you there. And I thought, uh, I said, I, I was, uh, we gave you a standing ovation because I go, here he is, he's bringing class back. He's a classy guy, and you're bringing class back to the office. And I <laughs> All right, you can stop it right there. So, and even Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, if, if you watch Jimmy Fallon, he had a hard time. He, he choked. Like, he didn't want to spit that out. Yeah. He re it really didn't seem like he did. Because you know that guy is classless. Yeah. So <clears throat> I really look forward to the day when Jimmy Fallon gets pulled off the air because he's found out that he's a pedo. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, he's, he's same thing. Like, he's very creepy. But yeah, you're a Democrat. Pedo runs in your blood. So Oh, you got that, yeah, dude. You're on borrowed and, time. Yeah, Democrats are good at one thing, and it's that. Um, and, and well, actually, raping women. They, they're, they're great at raping women, pointing the finger at other people, getting caught, and then trying to apologize. But working back or, or starting at the beginning, when he's saying, "Oh, you know, we, we've gotten along for years," that you know, Trump, Trump and his people didn't come to these awards. Number one, they didn't want to be there because that—that's where you—it's you, all a fake show. So the establishment rhinos that they work these crooked deals with the Democrats is just like what I was saying with Nancy Pelosi, so that you guys can enrich yourself at the expense of the taxpayers and expense of the taxpayers' freedom okay, they didn't want to engage in that as if that was a negative thing. And everybody's talked for such a long time about how you know, both parties are crooked. Well, they are. And so the fact that they can get along with you socially, fiscally, or otherwise proves, proves that point. So, oh, we used to get along when we were ripping off the taxpayer. But my question to Jimmy Fallon, dude, like, can anybody here, and I'm not even trying to be facetious, think as hard as you can, what has Joe Biden ever done that was classy? Like when, when they uh, completely, in my opinion, illegally passed Obamacare, and he said this a big effing deal on a hot mic. Was that was that classy? Like this guy, this that's the complete opposite. When he lied about corn pop, when he lies about D'Angelo Vickers, is that classy? When he proclaims that my butt's been wiped, is that classy? When he dropped the N bomb nine times on the congressional floor, is that classy? When he just said Negro multiple times a few weeks ago, was that classy? Or were you talking about something else? Yeah. And, and I he can, called a woman a dog face pony soldier. Uh, yeah. when, I, he, I, when he threatened to fight the guy at the uh, at what was he an oil worker? Oh yeah. yeah. When he want no, it was the UAW worker that he wanted yeah. to take outside over the AR quote unquote fourteen. And so when he said he didn't want his kids growing up in an interracial jungle, 
Is that the class you're talking about? And so this is the same old thing that, I, that I've been complaining about the past two shows when you're trying to frame the argument. This is so blatant at this point. This guy is, that's what I was saying. I, I was surprised that the Democrat Party didn't run with uh, Pete because he, he, even though he's a homosexual, he was the most palatable by their standard. He didn't, this guy's baggage is horrible. It just boggles my mind, and that's a, and that's why his approval rating is in the tank. Yeah. Is that, well, I think that's partly because the guy it was not legitimately legitimately elected. He Did was, Bob Dole really ask him to do his eulogy? I, no, I find that hard to no. believe myself, and not that I'm like this crazy Bob Dole fan. But the thing is that you have to question the validity of everything that comes out of this senile liar's mouth because he's senile and because historically he's an absolute liar and. And so the, the clip that we played earlier is is a, a half of a piece of a tiny little drop in the humongous bucket of the rest of the BS that's came out of that guy's mouth over his career, his terrible, awful joke of a career. And was it classy when he was extorting the Ukrainians, bragging about getting the prosecutor fired that was investigating the company that his son was working for, making all this money? He has was, a classy son. Oh, exactly. Is <laughs> is your son's a, behavior indicative of his father's tree. classy behavior? He has a classy family tree. It is. He is classy. That's class. He should be in a tuxedo at all times because, like Jim Halpert said, tuxedos are classy. It's the epitome of class. You should be dressed in one all the time. So is your crackhead son with his fixed teeth, not the rotten ones. And I wonder if he can rot out his new teeth. They're probably made out of unobtainium that's not rotable. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he has some, uh, some pretty potent drugs that yeah. can rot him out. Yeah. So... The best. Like I've, I've heard, um, I've heard that like I guess the the people that that they have to bring back with an Narcan or whatever, like they the high they get is like, I guess you get kind of have to die. Have you heard that? Yes. Like you basically have to like they want to die and then they want the the first responders to bring them back. I don't. Know. I would. Uh, which that's a, he probably has first responders on hand. Hunter yeah. Biden does, yeah. dude. Yeah. For, if that and, guy had teeth made of unobtainium, he'd sell them for crack. <laughs> Well, he didn't have to because he can sell his art to anonymous yes. buyers. It's, it's everything's on the up and up. It's all good. Nothing to worry about. So, yeah, the the classy Biden family, pure class, tuxedo style, boom roasted. And since we're on the subject of this decrepit, old, rotten turd burglar, this is Chuck Todd on, what is Chuck Todd on? Meet the Press. Is that is that MSNBC? Yes, I believe so. Okay, well. You're not going to guess. Does anybody hear it? Which uh, you saw the headline. But for our listeners, before we play this, can anybody guess whose fault Biden's low poll numbers are? <laughs> uh, it's not his. I can tell you that. And it's not Kamala Harris either. Yeah. Joy Behart. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's Trump. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's uh, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. Let's get it. And we are back. Uh, it seems as if. There's nothing the White House can do to can improve their political standing these days. It does feel like every week there's another poll. It's a new bottom. It's a new this. And some of it is out of their control. Mark Murray and I were having a discussion. His two big promises were to get COVID behind us and to get rid of Donald Trump. COVID's not behind us and Donald Trump's still lurking. It's not his fault. You can stop it there. why we're in? Him and some other guy were having a discussion. Man, I bet that was enlightening. Yeah. So two morons were uh, were talking and decided that it wasn't that it wasn't uh, Biden's fault. Yeah, th these poll numbers, man. Uh, that's Donald Trump, and that was one of the things Biden said in the last video is that uh, you know tr that uh, 
that guy just said Trump's still lurking out there, and then obviously Biden referenced Trump multiple times, although he struggled with remembering his name on the Jimmy Fallon show. Uh, yes, it is his fault. And Hillary was out this week oh, yeah. talking about Trump. So, and, and I'm telling you now, take it to the bank, put your money down. Hillary will run, and in my opinion, which obviously I'm, I'm you know, it's what you, it's worth what you pay for it. I think there's at least a 50% chance that Hillary Clinton will get the nomination for the Democrat. For the you Democrat. think she'll run again in 2024? I guarantee yeah, it. I guarantee she'll run. Did you watch the video of her reading the acceptance speech that I was not? I couldn't do it. Did you? I, I, watched, I watched the highlights. I watched Hillary. And honestly, I would say that it was fake tears, but I really believe that the only thing that would make her tear up is is something so vain like reading her own I want you to acceptance be honest with me. Spe- acceptance speech that would, that never was <laughs> How many years have we known each other long time Yeah Can you be honest Did you cry too <laughs> <laughs> Did I'm serious like was it like the end of Saving Private Ryan did you cry a little bit No <laughs> Dude I I was so happy in 2016 I like no, I'm, Hillary Clinton could make me cry easy. If she died, I'd cry tears of joy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, would you agree that she's such a vain, just rotten person on the inside? I think she's that, one. She's probably she's the most vile. I mean, she's right there at the top. I could I could easily say top three most vile and despicable, nasty reprobates to ever walk the earth. She is a disgusting human being. I hate that guts. Me and my dad have, have a we're gonna piss on her grave. <laughs> Screw that! Like, like, look, dude. We, uh, I have the the Bill Clinton toilet seat on our wall from the '90s when he was in office. Like, no, dude. Like, we're we're old school hating the Clintons. So, uh, like, a lot of people forgot about Bill, but no. Uh, I, I, I would. And, and the thing is, if there's security, I've already got. Like, I will have a vial and I'll have like some kind of a system to launch it, a slingshot from my leg. Or something. Yeah, I'll figure it. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But my urine will go on top, on, on it, smash it off the headstone, whatever. Drone. She, yeah. Perfect. See, oh yeah, Te- technology's on my side, you old bitch. So I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I, I, she's terrible. She's she's terrible. So tell us more about her reading that, though. No, that's what I'm saying. I I think they were legitimate tears because I think she's that shallow of a person. They had to be muddy though, because of like all the dust clogging up the the, the tear ducts and stuff, because they never get used. She's no. such a nasty, nasty person. She just, and that's the thing, because they had the shirt that said "nasty woman" because Trump said that she was a nasty woman, and it is true. She is a nasty. She's a terrible human being. She's awful. They're one of the most corrupt people. So she's talking about Mark Meadows' emails for the January sixth uh, fake, you know, the sham committee. Yeah, like she's got any room to talk about emails. That's how you're talking about vain, yeah, and just arrogant. Just the the the, the level of arrogance and um. I think when she, she talked about all of the emails that well, when she was asked about all of the emails that she why quote unquote wiped from her hard drive. And when she was asked about it being wiped, she says, you know, just kind of flippantly, just oh, what do you mean wiped with a rag or Yeah, like wiped like, with a rag? Yeah, you've got you don't need to be talking about anybody's emails like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she she again she you don't deserves, have the moral high ground. She deserves uh yeah. Um she deserves severe punishment for what she's done. And that's the thing, man. And, and this isn't, to, to borrow uh, the fake president's line, this isn't hyperbole. Um, everybody knows, like, 
the things that happened to the people that crossed the Clintons. And that's, that's not, that's not a joke. Like there's plenty of people that were in their inner circle and that had dirt on the Clintons that literally they don't walk the earth anymore. They were taken out. Like, and there's a whole list of them. Cause she makes jokes. She'll reference that, that like they make up things about having people murdered. She knows the mystique that the Clintons carry as far as their ability to have stuff done like that. They're dude, they're nasty people. There's some of the, in my opinion. And like, so her popularity is diminished but I don't think her base of power is. That's my opinion. I, she is one of the upper echelon power controllers on the earth, right? I believe. Yeah. I think she holds and wields a lot of power. Um, sadly, I hate that bitch, dude. Like, I think she's public enemy number one or, or top three. Just a terrible person, a horrible person. And one of the things that, I, that I've always wondered, and I don't have the video pulled up. It's actually a little slightly difficult to find. And we may have talked about it on here before, but when she had the heat stroke... And I think it was in New York and they were loading her in that van and like that, like a piece of metal, like ejected out of her pant leg. And like, do you remember that? Like, I cause do. it came out force. It was like, like it ricocheted <laughs> and, you know, made audible. And like, you saw it fall, like pieces of it fall out. Like to this day, I wonder what that was because when she was, it was when, like, it looked like Forrest Gump's legs fell right, out. Yeah. <laughs> like, when seriously. he took off running, he broke the little brackets yeah, off. That's exactly. Leg. It's funny, but that's two Forrest Gump references for you in two weeks. You're on a roll. But yeah, that's exactly what it was like. It was like crumbling out. It was exactly like that. Only she didn't run. She crumpled. My question is, what's holding this old bitch together? And obviously titanium. Well, Bubble dude, they, they go out on tape. the beach. She's got like the the uh she looks like Kim Jong un or whatever. <laughs> she's got that she's got that Kim Jong who? <laughs> it's un or ill or what is it? Kim Jong What's the one what's the one right now? Kim Jong un. Did yeah. I say it wrong? No, you said it right. You, okay. Yeah, but it but was you, instead of saying Kim Jong Un, it was more like a noise. Kim it was Jong, Kim Jong mm. <laughs> Kim Jong. Mm. Yeah, it was like mm. <laughs> no. Actually, what it was, he turns me on. It was Kim Jong. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Go ahead and take that smock off. <laughs> Howard Stern. Smock. Oh, you little midget. Go ahead and. He's got such a fat head. But yeah, she wears those things like he wears. Like they literally dress the same. And every, even. Uh, she looks like she just walked out of a dojo. When she cried, was she wearing, like she, let me guess, I didn't see it, but she was wearing a collar probably buttoned up to her throat. <laughs> like she, everything's covered. Like, are you a vampire? Like go on the beach and she's wearing the same thing that Kim Jong wears. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so she, it's true. Reverso, am I right? Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Somebody agrees with me for once, but yeah. So there's something like there's something going on with her weird, disgusting. Yeah. What what's that? Like, was it grimace from McDonald's that's shaped like a pear, yeah. a purple yeah. thing? Yeah. yeah, like her weird grimace body. And so, and that's the thing. There's no to, her body could be small and straight, but maybe they're hiding part of the apparatus that, that keeps that dumped alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't. You're not going to be able to edit all those bitchs. I know. That's it, man. The, the listeners love calling her that. They love it. They sympathize. They get it. If anybody has a complaint about that term being applied to Hillary Clinton, email us and we'll edit it out next time. Retroactively. Right? We will edit it out <laughs> if you share our podcast. You got to do that, please. Please. Can, can you ask? Can you implore them? The most sympathetic reverse of voice you've ever heard. Hit it. Please. <laughs> That's pretty convincing. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. Yeah. I'm sold. For the love of the Jewish God. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> now, you, you had it. And then, and then, and then yeah. in the second part, it's not so much. just went off the rails there. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he's good at. Yeah. So it's kind of going back to the, um, going back to the 
what you said, the mystique that the Clintons, uh, their family name carries. And one of the more, probably the first like grassroots movement before the let's go Brandon was what? Lock her up. Well, no, not just that, but Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah. Like, and who did Epstein have dirt on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But he, yeah. So he's going to, the whole thing that surrounds that Epstein didn't kill himself because that, but obviously they do carry some kind of weight because do you see, I mean, is, is there been any kind of investigation or any kind of, um, anything been filed or anybody been locked up for that guy supposedly killing himself, which everybody knows didn't happen. No, 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 dude, you don't cross them. And one of the things she, so now she's blaming James Comey for her loss. And uh, so James Comey better watch out. Like, dude, <laughs> hey, mind your manners, Arkansas. Uh, yeah, mar- mind your tongue, and just take your lumps and disappear willingly, or you'll disappear unwillingly. <laughs> that's the, that's the long and short of it. That's how the game works, James Comey. You're not as powerful as you thought you were. Yeah, that they're they're terrible, but that like I to reiterate, I I think they're the Clintons still. And think about it. She's not really giving those speeches where she's getting, you know, uh, a quarter million dollars per speech like they, like they were. Her, her popularity probably seems diminished to, to regular people, but she's still a, a hardcore power player within the Democrat ranks. She'll be back. They, that much is obvious. She, she's emulating Donald Trump as far as now you're starting to see just this week alone some frequency out of her. And I think he's kind of... Re- Dialed, dialed it back a little bit. You haven't seen a lot of public public rallies, but he's he's done some news pieces, some interviews and stuff. But uh, they'll both absolutely run in 2024. Hopefully, she'll be dead by then, but I don't think so. I, I like I said, I, I think there's some some kind of uh, apparatus that we don't know about keeping her alive. I think it's like a RoboCop or something. And all the <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like all the other stuff is like covered up, like yeah. the back of her head, like it probably comes off, and there's some electronics in there. They're disgusting. You think that's why they're so close to Bill Gates? He has like all these computer chips in her, and probably. And he does. That's all he'd want to put in her because she's not a kid. So, yeah. Just pure speculation. Who do you think her VP pick would be if you had a? You know guess? what? Like I, I completely uh, botched all that uh, because because now they're saying. As of today, that that Biden and Kamala will run in twenty four. There's that's, no way. No. I, I if they know. win in twenty four, there's no way. I mean, they've done. Kamala's been, of course. No, no, no. They can't win. But there's going to have to be things for for because Hillary Clinton's obviously getting. She's gearing up to run for the presidency. Like yeah. so, I don't know how that's going to transpire with as far as Biden being the incumbent because I, everybody is pretty confident he's not going to make it to to twenty four. Um, so maybe, I, I don't know, because they, they'll want her in the hot seat, and, and there's speculation right now. Every there's the, Supposedly the rumor is swirling around Washington that they're going to uh, pull out one of the leftist Supreme Court judges, install Kamala Harris, which, again, I don't know the the, the likelihood, uh, legalities, and everything surrounding this. Put her there and then fill her spot with Hillary or some, you know what I mean? That's another possibility. So, And I don't know. Because the speculation is it has to be done while the Democrats still control the House. But then again, you had uh, Biden saying this week that it's not just who votes, it's who counts the votes. And he even made another direct reference aside from that as far as election fraud and their ability to manipulate. So that's that's another factor in 2022. 
all things being equal, if it was a replay and and it was an open deck for it, and Hillary Clinton was able to to, to run and have a, a pick of her own, I man, I couldn't even uh, Pete Butte. Pete, Pete that's Mer- exactly what I was gonna yeah. say, Pete Butte. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what they're saying. Maybe is uh, put Kamala Harris on the Supreme Court so she could mess up there, um, and then put Pete Pamela in her spot. So, which I don't know why they didn't run him other than the fact that he's gay, which I didn't think to the Democrats that would be a problem. I don't even think to independents that would have been a problem. The fact that he's married to Chastin. (laughs) Chastin's mad, by the way. It is amazing to me that you remember this guy's name week in and week out. What I'm trying to say is he was mad because they're not doing anything to, so where they had put a stay on paying back your, your school loans, he made a, a tweet. He was really mad that they were uh, they're not going to extend that. So he's going to start having to pay his his student loans. And so yeah, starting in January, I saw that. Yeah, so he's yeah, I know because now he's a uh, stay at home dad. He no no the bleep button. He is a stay at home. <laughs> you don't know what I said, so it doesn't matter. That's why it was bleeped out. Mm-hmm. He, like I said, he is a stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> And next, we had a new video from Project Veritas this week. And this coincides with a lot of things that have been going on at CNN. So, obviously, they fired, uh, was it Chris Cuomo? And so, apparently, there were some sexual harassment accusations against him. Um, But what was the the big thing they fired him for? Oh, for covering for his brother. Yeah. So, and then there were some other things that they haven't aired, but then there's also rumors going around. But Chris Cuomo... There, there were sexual allegations against him. There were sexual uh, harassment allegations against Don Lemon. Head this, and I'm just going to give you a brief rundown, like I did last time. They had a video, so some highlights from their video, and these are the bullet points because we got several people at CNN within the last week. The producer in question solicited. This is another producer, and so they haven't named him yet, uh, but they had text and video and recordings of him. The producer in question solicited, solicited sexually explicit photos of the source's underage daughter in addition to fantasizing about his fiance's daughter. The source told Project Veritas she felt disgusted and was compelled to come forward because these people with power seemed to get away with his behavior. The source went to the authorities but then came to Project Veritas after she was uncertain proper action would be taken. Project Veritas has reached out to CNN for comment, and at this time we're awaiting a response. So this this guy hasn't been named, but then what, what this was last week was another producer, and this guy worked directly with Chris Cuomo. And so the headline on Fox News is longtime CNN producer John Griffin's devices seized 17 months before child sex trafficking arrest. And so while this investigation was occurring, he was molesting some of the stuff was occurring during that time. And so a Nevada criminal complaint against a mom who allegedly pimped out her nine-year-old daughter to longtime CNN producer, John Griffin in Vermont discloses disturbing new details about the sick arrangement. It also reveals that authorities first became aware of Griffin's depraved proclivities 18 months ago, yet the FBI didn't arrest him until Friday in Connecticut for allegedly soliciting three mothers and their underage daughters for quote training on fetish sex. The third count in the federal indictment out of Vermont is based on the encounter with a nine-year-old in July 2020, for which Griffin paid the mom $3,500 via Venmo. After the woman's arrest in August 2020, federal investigators seized computers, storage media devices, phones, cameras, micro SD cards, images, and video from Griffin on September 2nd, 2020, according to court documents. Fox News has chosen not to identify the mother in order to protect the the child victim's identity. 
Prior to his arrest and indictment, we had no knowledge about this case. A CNN spokesperson told Fox News Digital, right? The media outlet also said to CNN, said no CNN-owned devices issued to Griffin went missing or reported lost in September of 2020 when investigators said they seized some of his electronics. And we had uh, Jeffrey Tubin. That was this year. There's one a headline from the other day on him. Jeffrey Tubin returned. This is the guy that was jerking off on the Zoom call. Jeffrey Tubin returned to CNN as the network's chief legal analyst on Thursday, eight months after he exposed himself during a Zoom call with colleagues at the New Yorker. Tubin was interviewed by anchor Allison Camarota on CNN Newsroom about that incident and about recent legal news. Quote, I feel like we should address what's happened in the months since we've seen you. Camarota said she summarized the situation to quote Jay Leno, what the hell are you thinking? Tubin described himself as a flawed human being who makes mistakes and said his conduct was deeply moronic and indefensible. He added, I didn't think other people could see me, but he admitted that was no defense. In the interview, Tubin expressed apologies to his wife and family, to people who were on the Zoom call that day and his <laughs> colleagues. Yeah. And I'm sorry, quote, I'm sorry to the people who re- read my work and who watch me on CNN who thought I was a better person than this. That's their fault, not yours. And so, you know, I got a lot to rebuild, but I feel very privileged and very lucky that I'm going to be able to try to do that. And so, a la Harvey Weinstein, like, feel sorry for me. I'm going to go to rehab. Like, all these perverts. Like, oh, I can be fixed. After I sat here and lied to your face and sold myself as an advocate for women and children and all these other people, I'm this monster who behind the scenes loves to rape, pillage, plunder, molest, and do these things. But I'm selling you, like, I'm part of this enclave of the most trusted name in news. And in reality... I'm a, I'm a, cl- a closeted pervert. I'm a massive pedophile that loves to victimize children. And the, my question is that I'm trying to wrap my head around, just like the, the, the coworker that I spoke about that buys all the garbage they're selling, the people that are, that are towing all these mainstream narratives that we know are false, you guys have been busted lying time and time again, and here you are pulling stunts like this. How on earth do you still have a viewership? How could any, the most trusted name in news, the most trusted name, the, the only thing that you're trustworthy of is being f- pedophiles. Yeah. You don't even have to use the bleep button or edit that. You're, you're Good job. I mean, this is what these people are made of. How can anybody look at this as, object, as an objective news source? You've have how many perverts was this? Four in less than a year. Four perverts right there, just that quick. So boom, Tubin. Boom, boom. Well, no, was, actually, that's five because <laughs> we had Lemon, Tubin, Cuomo, Goodwin, Griffin. and the unnamed one. That's five perverts right there. So this guy here, Tubin, he was literally masturbating on a Zoom on call. A Zoom call, calls. Yeah. and now he's he's back, back on the air. Yeah. That's how they do it at CNN, doing a big Willie style. Which these guys like, and and at one time they may have been the most trusted trusted name in news, but like anymore, like their ratings are in the tank. And I've said it before, like our viewership, our our listenership is way more than their viewership. Like these people are garbage, and everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I I don't know how you have a news network anymore. Like you're calling people up from the minor leagues now. Yeah, like you're just scrambling for hosts. Like, well, we've they, got to get somebody on the air. We're going to get this. Uh, I don't know. Call the guy that jerked yeah. off. Like, <laughs> call him. We're like we're running out of people around here. Yeah, it wasn't that he's bad. trending. Like I, I know he jerked off, but we got to do something. Yeah, I mean and the the thing is too. So fraud. Chris Wallace is leaving Fox and going into CNN, CNN Plus, which is a, is a subscription based deal. There's Who, who's going to pay for that? Nobody. And and not only that, what dirt does the people at Fox News have on Chris Wallace to run over here with his other? group of perverts like do you think you're gonna hide amongst these other like maybe they won't see me amongst all these other perverts like dude my question is what skeletons are in chris wallace's closet which that guy's a hack and he has been 
Um, right, but what we're seeing but no, is every single hack that works here. Yeah. So, well, who's the fat ball guy? Stelter. Yes, dude. What's gonna come out? What What have you done? Because now that's a pervy little dude. Oh yeah, like, you're that all guy's, suspect. <laughs> that guy's a weird looking little dude. Yeah, you, which I don't know that he's necessarily even a human being. He looks like a oompa loompa. <laughs> yeah, he's right. I mean, he's yeah. odd. Yeah, he's, he is. He's, he's like, creepy. Uh, yeah, and he may be like Zuckerberg status with his weird looking, kind of odd gaze and like. Yeah, he, they, he this is part huge, huge nerd moment, but the original Terminator movie, anybody? What about it? They talked about the, the and they did it in a later movie. The original Terminators had they had rubber skin. They're easy to identify. His head, the skin on his head, <laughs> thinking it looks like rubber. Like it, like dude, if I you touch it, it's gonna feel like a car tire. Like that's kind of what I was talking about with Zuckerberg. Like in that in the uh, that meeting where he was sweating. And it looked like they just spritzed him with water because he can't really he's a, sweat. He's, he's a robot, dude. <laughs> that guy's a robot. So, but I'm still kind of stuck on the Hillary tears, though. Too, I didn't know that that was possible. But, uh, and I don't think we expounded on that enough. Did Did you enjoy seeing her cry, though? I mean, it didn't hurt my feelings. I would be joyed to see her cry. Like, uh, it didn't. But I, yeah, she's such an animal. But yeah. But I mean, would you agree that these, like, you guys are running out of people to put on the air? Which nobody's watching anyway. Yeah, but that, at this like, point, they'll bring Chris Cuomo back, and then whenever, whenever, um, whenever the stuff with Don Lemonhead pans out, and they find out that he was doing what he's accused of, they may just keep him. Because I did. You said that you thought Chris Cuomo would be gone. I didn't think they'd get rid of him because of what you're describing now. Which I'm surprised they did. But it's probably temporary. The guy, like, judge him by what they're doing now, like. It's not that big of a deal. This guy was jerking off on a Zoom call. Look, when I say it, you can write it down. It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss. I do. When I swing, I hit dingers. You know, let me let, <laughs> let me be clear. Uh, you know, that that's not true. It's not true. Okay, maybe it is. I don't know. But they, yeah, they're they're running out of people, and they know it. Like they know that their viewership is down. I mean, it's it's down big time. And and. and Nobody's going to pay for CNN Plus. Okay, well, it just, now it says here though he was just si- sidelined. Going forward, Tubin will be, be will be back on CNN regularly in his chief analyst role. A spokesperson confirmed. Tubin said he was quote incredibly grateful to continue working at the network. Tubin was sidelined last October after what happened on the Zoom call became public. People familiar with the matter said that Tubin exposed himself when he began masturbating during the Zoom. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> as part of a different video call. So wow. who was on that different video yeah, call? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The people said that they did not believe he intended his colleagues to witness it. When Vice heard about the incident reported, Tubin admitted that he made an embarrassingly stupid mistake be- believing I was off camera. So, like, that's the thing. I, I've had to do video conferences for work. I didn't, like, I'm just going to minimize this, and uh, I think I'm going to take this time to uh, masturbate a little bit. I got, You know, I've had... <laughs> oh, whoa, my webcam's on. <laughs> I've had video calls for work too, and you know, like, you did you manage to not masturbate or did you cave the entire time? Didn't masturbate the That's whole amazing. time. Like, just look, man, you don't have the pressures of working for the most trusted name in news. He's a legal analyst, so he's got a lot on his plate, a lot of time time constraints. You don't have time to just jerk off whenever you want. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm pressed for time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll minimize this. I'll, yeah, just, I'll, I'll just squeeze one in right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just, I'll just knock this off real quick and we'll be good. Maybe I'll have a cup of coffee afterwards. <laughs> I don't know how Jeffrey Tubin talks, but hey, maybe I'll have a, no, a cup of coffee yeah. afterwards. I'll have a cup of coffee and uh, rub one out. Uh, maybe have some crackers. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. It was a tense moment. He just needed to relax a little bit. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, ch- chopping a little wood. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, nothing gets you exciting like a Zoom call business meeting. Could you imagine? Oh, we're just running the numbers here, guys. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Any other network. What what would happen? Oh, he's nobody gone. would tolerate any job. Who's going to tolerate this? How does? But my question is, how does this dude get back on the air? Like you stare right into a camera and tell everyone the news. Like, oh yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. And try and take yourself seriously. That's gosh, yeah. He's just I mean, going to run with it, dude. Yeah. Dude, that's uh, not one of those stigmas. Like, that's not going to go away. That's like the person that farted in class in school. You know, it's like, hey, do you remember when that guy farted in yeah, class? Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's you so know? much. Worse, and every time though. somebody looks at this guy, it's like, hey, wasn't that the guy that jerked off on a Zoom call? Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, they they get away with whatever yeah, they want, yeah, dude. They like, and they write the rules. That's what's so bad. And they try to, and they attempt to make the rules for everyone else. So, like, that's the thing I, I've been harping on here the past few episodes. You can't allow these people to dictate, like, oh, stop Asian hate, the white supremacy, dude. How come? Where are you guys at on the story that we covered earlier? Oh yeah, like the guy. real Asian hate, the real people that are using racial slurs, attacking people race based based on their race and based on their sex. Very defined, very um, specific. I mean, you're going after a specific target. 70 crimes they committed. Yeah. Six people, 70 crimes, all the same racial slurs. Yet, you guys are pushing the narrative, again, that these 1980s, uh, cheesy, uh, you know, <laughs> fall guy. You know what I mean? Like, one of these cheesy 80s shows, it's these oh, white supremacist guys with a big swastika. Wow, white power. Didn't happen. It was, but, but you mark my words. This guy is going to come to you live on TV from the soapbox of authority, preaching at you from the moral high ground, telling you I, that you're racist. Yeah, yes. telling you any. Yeah, I mean, but how do you obtain the moral high ground after that? With an oversized forearm. <laughs> <laughs> and since we're talking about racism and how bad white people are, we talked. I touched on last week the the new the email from the uh, Salvation Army. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they were that. telling the, pe- the, yeah. the white donors to face the racism. So this is a headline on Gateway Pundit. It's actually on several places. But, quote, the situation is dire. The Salvation Army faces holiday shortages after telling white donors to face their racism. No way. Yeah, so a little poetic justice here. The Salvation Army asked for more donate more than donations this year. The Christian charitable organization asked all white donors to reflect on their racism this year. After a major uproar, the Salvation Army backtracked over Thanksgiving weekend and released a statement refuting the claims of their racial demands. The Salvation Army then removed its absurd let's talk about racism guide following the intense backlash over a text last week that told white donors to, quote, sincerely apologize for the racism while hinting that Christianity is institutionally racist. The link to the page is now broken, and you get this when you click on it, which is a dead link. And now, the big surprise, the Salvation Army is now facing a toy and donation shortage this year, which stinks because they did good work and that those people won't receive those because the place is obviously ran by idiots. Here's a thought. Maybe they shouldn't have insulted their donors. Fox 13 reported, The Salvation Army is facing a shortage of toys and donations ahead of the holiday season and urged communities to find a way to help. The nonprofit reports it gets 75% of total annual donations during November and December, and they are once again in need of support. There are many reasons why both financial and toy donations are down this year, not the least of which is likely the pandemic fatigue and concerns about employment in the future, said Colonel Cindy 
Folly of the Northwest Salvation Army Division. Quote, we are actually trying to provide food, shelter, toys, clothing to double the number of families we served last Christmas. In the midst of the growing need, we are seeing fewer people donating or at virtual and physical kettles. Not only is the nonprofit organization short on donations, they are also in desperate need of bell ringers to staff the red kettles seen at businesses around the country. Big surprise. And what did I say? You're going to see a lot less of that. And that's poetic justice. You deserve everything you get. It's, it's, I feel bad for the recipients of what they usually do, but if you're going to do what you do under the pretense and framing the argument or, or rather framing white people in that light, then I, I'll just refuse to participate. Yeah. And so that, that to really round out that thought process that I've been trying to run with just dude. But the thing is to fire a shot across the bow of all white people saying that you need to reflect on your racism. It's, it's, it's just not smart just from a numbers aspect of it, because there's just more white people. I'm not saying that white people are giving more or more generously or, or in higher volumes. I'm saying that there's a higher volume of white people to give. Like there's, there's a higher percentage of population in the country. It's not a smart move. And then to fire a shot across the bow of white Christians. What do you think Christmas is idiot? Sure. Right. It's about like It's about Christ. Christmas is for Christians. <laughs> it's just not a smart business plan. Maybe you should fire your diversity, whatever they are. Like the, the, the person that comes up with this, like this is nonsense. Sure. Like, who who the, thought that, that that was going to be a good solid plan? Whoever the latest college graduate that's in the, the higher, uh, in the higher levels of the uh, staff there. But the bad thing is that I had to make it through several channels to get to, to get to that point that, that they, <laughs> Because that wasn't for employees. That was for the donors. They asked the donors that and then insinuated that, that Christmas was inherently racist of and in itself. And like you people have no foresight. Like you cannot see your hand in front of your face. Well, this is literally like shutting down a pipeline and then being surprised that gas prices go up. Which you said, why why would they they uh, fire the shot across the bow of uh, general generalization of white people? And it's because they're stuck in that echo chamber. That's what they like. They're they're not outside of the echo chamber. They're 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 stuck in this bubble, and they're and it's almost as this as if all these institutions are working so hard to out virtue signal the other. So there's all this white noise and, and none of it's steeped or based in reality. And it certainly isn't popular in the overall public opinion nationwide. And again, I think that some of these things were probably popular in California. Hence the, the, the reason you're seeing the things that we described earlier, like the self-deprecating, self-hating, you know, the self-loathing of the, of the particular generation, you know, age, age group where, where these, this is, this thought process is popular to, to be anti-racist yeah. because if you're not anti-racist, you're racist. You're so, you know, what they say that silence is complicity or whatever the tagline is. And so I, I think these companies are just immersed in that stupidity. They're, they're completely and totally submerged in, in stupidity. So if the Salvation Army was to fail because, because they made that knucklehead move, so be it. I, someone better will take their place. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, you're not the only kid on the block. There's plenty of other things out there that, that people can donate to. You can donate to Toys for Tots. Sure. Like, that's that's something that's run through, I believe, the Marines. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's other things that you can donate to. You People are literally biting the hand that feeds you. Right. I know and, of tons of local churches, too. Yeah, uh, and... And let's say Toys for Tots did the same thing they did, then we're moving on from them until you people learn. And so... 
the thing is, I, you don't have to listen nor participate in the idea that you're inherently bad because of the color of your skin. That's the definition of true racism, and that's what they're telling you. Like, they're telling you basically, we yeah. hate you. You're not good enough. You need to apologize for being so far because you're a terrible person. Because to, to be truly racist is evil. So you're telling me that I that I'm inherently evil by virtue of my skin color. No, never that. Never allow these people to do this. It's pure stupidity, and this is how you fight. This is a perfect example of how you fight back. And so if companies are doing these things, I don't buy from you. I don't, and especially in a situation where it's, it's run off, off pure donations, yeah, you, you guys, you, you sealed your own fate. And so yeah. I, I think that that at this point, and I think you see that too with governance and politics overall as a whole, with the Democrat Party and, and portions of the Republican Party, they refuse. It's as if the 80 million Trump supporters or more. Joe Biden said earlier in that in that clip with Jimmy Fallon that that Donald Trump is the Republican Party now. That's accurate. And so, as far as his the Republican voting base wants him, but they refuse to adhere to that. They they're not going to try to appease and do anything to win that voter over to the Democrat side. So they'll leave the borders wide open. So they'll have all these things that are detrimental and damaging to Middle America. Hope, hoping that kind of like with Salvation Army, hoping for what, hoping to 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 get them to where they can vote, like what they just did in New York City, letting legal illegals vote. How how's that going to end? Just like California, which New York's well well established that New York and California, crime wise, are, are pretty similar. Right now, I think that that California may be a little bit worse, as, or, or maybe just getting more attention. But you know, New York's been a crap hole for a while, and before Rudy Giuliani took place, and it, it was really bad. In the '80s, they're self-deprecating. They and they don't seem to understand how they they are so detrimental to themselves over the long term because this is grossly, grossly unpopular. So I hope they continue to do it, and and I like it because if the companies will go, especially some the Salvation Army being Christian based and a Christian organization, if you're going to sign on to this, and and that's what you're made of, and you're comprised of staff that would do that, I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah. Do more of it. I hope more companies do it so that we can we yeah, cannot it, donate. We cannot means, use you. Expose yourselves. Absolutely. You're the literal. I mean, you are the snake that's eating its tail. So, and I think it, which their comment about people reflecting on their you know white people reflecting on their racism. Hopefully, people took time to reflect on how they give their hard earned money and give it to someone else. Like you said, give it to a give it to a church, give it to a local organization, give it to Toys for Tots, give it to anybody but them. (laughs) 